I should have done a podcast. Oh, Toby Keith, don't give me. Oh. I should have been in Brian's basement. Oh, that's awesome. Good evening. We're just sitting around picking and grinning. That's right, folks. Mm-hmm. Little Hank Williams for us. Hello and welcome. Oh, all three of us introduced it. <laughs> yeah, that's how Google's we do it. Best podcast. When you're talking about Hank, it takes three people to introduce it. I feel like with this music, I should just kind of talk in a nice, calm, calm manner. This is the um, this is the type of music you get. Brian just said it earlier. In every Gatlinburg, <laughs> in every Gatlinburg uh, gift shop that sells essential oils, <laughs> you walk in little auto harp in the background. Speaking of essential oils, um. Speak- Oh man, Susie had some the other night. Here we go. Like she puts into the <laughs> starting early. <laughs> Susie has some that she puts into her little uh, diffuser, so her head, so her sinuses won't hurt anymore. And I just had a bad headache, so she's like, "I got some peppermint. Try this on the sides of your head, Dad." <laughs> so I just took it, like rubbed it on my head, and the the intense burning. <laughs> That that started really made a headache go away. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't feel my head anymore. It was sort of like pull this I'll break this finger, you won't be thinking about your leg anymore type. Major thing. Yeah, major pain. <laughs> All right. So anyway. Oh welcome. Welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Um yeah, greetings and excited, salutations to everybody. Excited, excited. Uh Around the room, the music uh, mellowed us out before we even got started. Rock out, like, Brian's not screaming yeah. in the mics. So that's awesome. Uh, Aaron, Aaron was un- unable to join us tonight, but uh, we do have everybody else. Everybody else, like uh, like re- like John. Would, would you say the rest of the band is together? The band's too? all here except for our uh, our bass player. That's who he is, bass player. Yeah. Who kind of comes and goes out on his own you know, time? As bass player, Charlie's got to be the wants. drummer of the group. You think so? Uh, I'm a bass player. Oh wow! Okay, you hear right. every week. No, he actually is a bass player. He can play a little, know, very a little bit. He plays some bass guitar. Oh wow! I can play Ramon songs. So it's one string. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm the rhythm guitarist mm-hmm. and a ukulele player. Sure, a little bit of mandolin. Uh, it's yeah. awesome. Not I'd love lot. to. I'd love to be a piano player, but uh, I, I do a little of that too. Yeah, I know, John. You can do a little bit of everything. For a song called Piano Man, that guy with <laughs> the harmonica won't <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the show. Uh, we're going to do something uh, that was uh, a Charlie topic. Charlie topics usually sp- spur the most uh, conversation, so we're always excited when he when he brings one up. So I'm going to let Charlie kind of introduce it and take the lead. Um, this is not my area of expertise, and I am prepared to be laughed at a few times this episode. Well, so. and, in, and in your defense, it's not my area of expertise either. Yeah, because but you say well, that, John, and you're going to be like, well, this song here, everybody's going to be like crying. The, I love that song. No, but no, that's the so. thing is, the reason I picked it because it's not our area of expertise. Well, it's Brian's and kind of mine. If we were to go in order, it'd be Brian, then me, then John, then Tim. Yeah. Um, from greatest to, to, to smallest. You can say least. It's okay. <laughs> oh, no. Me and Tim would be fighting for that last place spot on this. I'll tell you. It's... We were kind of trying to come up with a podcast topic, and Brian said people that should have been in the Grand Ole Opry, and that made me think. Is everything Brian says. It makes me think. Um, Very reflective. Thank you. Even if you're not a fan of country music, there are at least three country songs that you really, really like. Like, you would list them in your favorite song category. If it comes on the radio and you're driving, or if you're at a restaurant, you are very likely to belt it out, to sing at the top of your lungs. It's There's just something about a good country song, even a not good country song, but they're, they, they kind of talk to your 
to your soul in a different way than music does. You know, like I really like um, Nirvana. If I'm in, you know, at you know, Buffalo Wild Wings and a Nirvana song comes on, I'm probably not going to belt it out mainly because I don't know the words. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, however, if uh, Delta Dawn by Tanya Tucker, who I'm not a huge Tanya Tucker fan, comes out. Uh, if a song about her comes on, I'm more than likely to sing along at the top of my lungs, regardless of how stupid I'm going to look. There's just something about country music that kind of speaks to your heart, to your soul, uh, to, especially if you're an American. Um, so we're going to give our top three country songs of all time. Um, Brian, I want, I want to start with you because your your top your your realm of country knowledge is very very vast and very diverse. Yeah. So what would be one of your, in no one, particular order, one of your most one. favorite country songs? So one of my top three, um, and I just don't think this guy gets enough credit for the artist that he was, why he was alive. Uh, for me, it's Cadillac Ranch by Chris Ledoux. Chris Ledoux is extremely underrated. If it wasn't for Chris Ledoux, we would have no Garth Brooks. That's exactly right. So thank you, Chris. <laughs> As me and Tim are like, yeah, yeah. John, you introduced me to Chris Ledoux. Did I? Yeah, he didn't even know. Back that's how that's how powerful Chris Ledoux is. Back in the nineties, John was a huge Garth Brooks fan. I'm not making oh, fun yeah. of him, but yeah, you know, definitely. all the Garth Brooks when we were well, when we I was Garth. I mean, it's Garth. When I was like twelve, and I was hanging out with John. That's what we listen to in the car is the cassette tapes of Garth Brooks. Oh yeah, and then there's a, a much too young to fill this darn old and sort of family friendly podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he even says worn out tapes of Chris Ledoux, and I said, "What's Chris Ledoux?" John and John's like, "He's a rodeo singer, and he, yeah. he's one of Garth Brooks' biggest." Hooked uh, on an eight second ride. Yeah. What are you going to do with the cowboy? What are you, What are you going to do with the cowboy? Oh man, that made me film. think of a song. But yeah. Chris Ledoux is is you see the power of this man. I, uh, if it weren't for Chris Ledoux, we wouldn't have '90s country that we had. That's right. I ejected that data tape and put something else in at this point. I just, oh no! It's I, yeah. It's, yeah I don't, I don't, you're kind well, of full on memory there, John. We got it's you. it was 27 <laughs> years ago. John, yeah. John, I am so with you on that. I've ejected that from my memory. <laughs> I uh, well, I think when I get hit in the head with that uh, <laughs> wakeboard, wakeboard, it kind of ejected it from my head. I don't I don't remember that. But uh, do you, yeah, I think you, your word for it. Uh, honest opinion. How do you spell Ledoux? L e d o u x. Okay, that's how I was thinking. Almost like Canadian it's French. L capital L, <laughs> small e, <laughs> capital D, O u x. Ladou. In the French, what I hear, Ladou. Um, Timbo. Sure. I'm gonna go to you next. Yeah. Uh, I picked probably the three country songs that I know pretty much all the lyrics to. Okay. Uh, which is saying a lot because I'm terrible with lyrics. Um, so the first one, uh, I did. I got permission earlier that this was a country song. Is the devil went down to Georgia? That's a good one. Uh, I've always liked that song, and uh, for public speaking in college, I actually did a, uh, a, a. I actually used that as one of my speeches. You had to like take a poem or a book or song mm-hmm. and read it as your speech and like give inflection and different things. Like so, I did that. That's awesome. Uh, so. But uh, it just—it's always been a fun song, and I love—I I love the the lyrics are fun, mm-hmm. music's fun, and um, there's some for, serious fiddle playing going there's on there too. There's some fantastic fiddle playing, and uh, I don't know if this is a controversial subject because I'm not—I'm not, I'm not uh, up on country talk. I felt like the Devil's version was better than Johnny's. Ooh. Well, for the time, 
it came out in the late '70s, so it was very disco-y. That's mm-hmm. what the Devil's music was disco. Because what do you hate more than disco? When you're a country fan, that's the true. devil and the devil playing disco is the worst thing ever, man. Well, I mean, that's it. <laughs> I, I told you once, you son of a gun, I'm best ever band. Exactly. Except for Jesus. But that was before Charlie found God. Yeah. Well, I he mean, that, knew that, where he was. He just wouldn't look too hard. You know, you know we're, we're kind of laughing, but that's a really good point that I've honestly never thought of because I don't put myself in country's shoes. And so, but that's good that it's kind of not what the devil's playing is not necessarily a country feel. Yeah, it's right. it's a disco song with the fiddle over it. So maybe that's why I liked it. Interesting fact that nobody here cares about. Um, <laughs> Promise did a cover of Devil in Georgia okay. in the late 90s or mm-hmm. mid-90s, whatever. Promise was awesome. And when the Band of Demon joins in, then it sounds a little something like this. Mm-hmm. In the Promise version, the Band of Demons is actually played by Metallica. Les Claypool is the lead singer, bass player for Metallica. For yeah. Promise, he auditioned for Metallica, got turned away, but they became friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he was like, "Hey guys, you play Demons on the record?" And like, "Yeah, man, cool." Give us that goes I feel down. like I've heard that, and I feel it's like it might have been me. you yeah. that was like, "Hey, you should listen to this." Okay, John, you've been sitting over there awful quiet. This might be the longest you've ever been silent on the podcast. So He's still thinking about essential oils. <laughs> He's, oils. He's had his lavender for the night. So, uh, John, what's what song you got? All right, I'm gonna go with my number one, uh, Johnny Cash. When the man comes around, that is that is one of the my all time. It is one of the weirdest country musics. Ever, I mean, country songs ever created. The intro itself, yes. And it is when we did yeah. the uh, songs that remind us of each other. That was the one I picked for Charlie. I think. When yeah, the comes around because it's just it's just one of those and anything to any type of music I'm into. I'm I'm really into the more oddball type of stuff. It doesn't have to necessarily be like deep cut uh, independent music. I'm just even talking like with the Beatles. I'm a big fan of like the uh, Yellow Submarine soundtrack, which is a bunch of stuff you've never heard from them. And so that's just one of them. Uh, Johnny Cash songs that just I don't think it's a lot of uh, play because it's just so kind of dark. I mean, it is a dark song and it, it kind of fits my mood. I mean, as far as country music goes, it's just a great song all around. Oh yeah, it's definitely Charles. Charles. I'm going to uh, blow some minds right now. Uh, in the uh, early 2000s, uh, there was a band that was very popular called the Dixie Chicks. Okay. And uh, on one of their last records, they had a song called Long Time Gone. And they didn't write it, of course, because they didn't write a lot of That's their a music. a good song. But it's an excellent, excellent song. And it has a great lyric. Uh, if I can find it here, I want to get it verbatim. They don't, they don't have cash songs? Yeah. Yes. Uh, they got money, but they don't have cash. Uh, it's just a really great, well-written song. They're musically very talented. And uh, it's... Uh, I will blow my voice out singing that song as loud as I possibly can. It's got can. a, it's a really, great country song. As a as somebody who likes the 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 musical side of it, and not, and not so much the lyrics. I mean, it's got a really good flow to it too. It's a very good song. They were really good musicians, though. I mean, at least two of them were. And yeah. uh, I can't remember what her name is. It, the lead singer, Natalie Maines. She she was really a good lead person. I mean, yeah, she very really could good sing. Lead singer. And I mean. Hindsight being what it is now, I mean, I think everyone is going to listen to Dixie Chicks again without yeah. feeling like we're not being patriotic at this point. Merc. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it's crying shame that, well, I got my own opinion on that, but, you know, whatever. Uh, they they sound tired, but they don't sound haggard. They got money, but they don't got cash. They uh, they got junior, but they don't have Hank. Yeah. Great, great lyric. Brian, back to you, bud. What do you got for us? Well, of course, I was going to ha- have to get in here 
my David Allen Cole. You never even call me by my name. <laughs> oh, it's a great uh, one too. You know, you, you you've got to have that when that comes on, and then you get to that part where it's like he told me he wrote the perfect country western song, but he didn't mention trains, and he didn't talk about mama, and he didn't talk about prison. So he rewrote it. Getting drunk. Yeah, and then you figure out you've got the best country. That is actually one that, and I'm kind of bummed out because our our local uh, classic country station went away, and they were playing a lot of the uh, what I I know they're not all part of that, but what I would consider to be the outlaw country type music from the sixty late sixties early seventies and stuff, and I really like that style of country music. I mean, that's that's where my love is is in that. if I, if I had to pick a genre or an era of country music, it would definitely not be the trash they're putting out now. It'd be the it would be that seventies Hank Hank Williams Jr. Um, Merle Haggard, uh, David Allen Cole time period, which was which was some of the best country music I think they put out. Yeah, that's a great song, Brian. I, I, I didn't think about that, but yeah, that that gets cranked up every time you hear it. Oh, going yeah, look right on the road. It's like oh, that comes. Oh, oh, yeah, oh here yeah. it is. It's here. It's like Carla's like yeah. She even likes it. I mean, she's a big outlaw country person. She yeah. she loves them all. Tim, uh, honorable mention. Uh, well, let me just say this. Most of from here on out, I would probably classify the other songs as kind of pop country, for lack of better words. It's okay. Um, but honorable mention was Lone Star Maze because it was the first song I danced with my wife. That's awesome. Danced to with my wife. I. Carla and I have had this discussion before, but every generation, the country music after their generation, it real country. So looking back, people said that, oh, Lone Star is not real country. But by comparison to what's out now, mm-hmm. it is very traditional. I and mean, I know oh, yeah. that, that group, that you know section of country music at the time that was kind of poppy, Lone Star was some of the least poppy. Right. So, um, Did they do that Mr. Mom song? Yeah. That's such a funny song. Okay, so number two for me... Uh, is John Michael Montgomery sold to the Grungy County, County Auction, Auction Incident. That's yeah. uh, a fun song. It's a good, it's a good one, too. Yeah, man, I got to have her. She's a one of a kind. Yeah. She's H, she's nine, ten, I know all that good stuff. Uh, so I, I don't know why, I'm but if, on the auction dock, away. if that one comes on the radio, I'm turning it up and I'm I'm going to stumble through all the, the fast part of the lyrics, but I'm going to sing it out as loud as I can. So uh, there you go. That's That's me. John? Another uh, outlaw country. I'm gonna have to go with um, Waylon Jennings, Luckenbach, Texas. That is one of my. That's, one. that's one of the top. Let's go to Luckenbach. The successful life for living got us feuding like the Hatfields and McCoys. Yep. There it is, Charlie. Um, I'm not saying this because of the name. I'm saying it because he has. This is one of my favorite. I would say probably top ten songs of all time. Um, and you probably wouldn't guess it, but Charlie Pride, anybody going to San Antonio? <laughs> that has it's like such a but sweet can sounding. I, can I song. ask you a quick question? Yeah. I, yes, this, I'm aware that he's an African American. No, 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 no. <laughs> is that the one? That, it, I, I'm I'm being completely serious. Is that the one that's like? Is anybody going yeah. to San Antonio? Yeah. Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. Any place is all right as long as I can forget. Ever known. There you go. Well, that's a great. I mean, it's it sounds like such a sweet song. If you listen to the lyrics, like he hates this woman so much, she has been so <laughs> awful to him. Uh, um, it's not the lyric. A man could wake up dead, but it sure feels warmer than I ever did living in my uh, sleeping in our king size bed. Like, oh my gosh! Like it's such a good heartfelt lyric about the 
extent that you will go to through through a heartbreak to get away from a horrible person. But his voice was amazing. Uh, hearing the stories of him kind of surviving in Nashville in the 50s and 60s as being a, a black guy is it it very interesting. And the fact that he's, number one, me and Conover were talking about Con- we were talking about uh, him, how he's still alive and still has his mind and everything. And he, I think he's just li- outliving all the people that treated him poorly because of his race, just out of spite at this point. You know, I outlived everybody called me a funny name And every time he's on an interview He's smiling and happy That's the first time I was in the Grand Ole Opry I said hey guys just adjust your set It's the right color You know, I mean it's a funny And then told him they had to kiss an angel good morning right? Kiss an angel good morning yeah. so, uh, so for me I've got an honorable mention um, Eddie Raven I got Mexico That's one of my favorites I love to crank up on there um, but Eddie Rabbit or Eddie Raven? Eddie Raven. Okay. And then my last thought, because we were doing three apiece, um, it wouldn't be a list for me if it didn't have George Strait on it. And of all George Strait songs, one of my absolute favorite ones is Baby Blue. I just absolutely love that song. Um, I do a, a group at work where they all get to pick a song. We'll do like an art group, and I'll play music. Mm-hmm. through my phone and I've got this one patient who unfortunately has just not been able to get better with his his disease and um older gentleman and he never really I don't really I don't really listen to music and then one day I was like there's nothing you like sure straight so every time we're in a group I'll just play Amarillo by morning cause that's the oh, one that's he likes one. and that's every time one. he'll be drawing along yep I got you buddy yeah the only other thing that was on my list that I didn't get to put on here would have been um, basically almost anything by Alabama. But, of course, if you're going to play in Texas, you got to have a fiddle in the you band. Got to. So, Tim? Uh, this one, I, I, I definitely think Charlie's going to roll his eyes. So, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I picked Dixie Chicks first thing out, Tim. <laughs> I actually owned this album when I was a kid on cassette. Uh, I owned... Alan Jackson's "A Lot About Living" and a little about, and a little about love. It's a good one. It's a great song. And, and I, I love. She's got the rhythm, and I got the blues, Mercury blues, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But the song that I would listen to over and over was the Chattahoochee. That's right. Didn't you grow up around the Chattahoochee? I I didn't grow up that close to the Chattahoochee. It was Florida, but you knew about yeah. the Chattahoochee. Sure, I, I knew how to say it and spell it and all that good stuff. <laughs> I live I I closer to the Swanee River, um, but yeah, I, I would, I would, I, I can remember us not owning a tape player, and I would go out with my parents' keys and go to the car and start it up. It was, was in the garage, was it? No, no. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's what's wrong with me. And I would listen to the Alan Jackson's album and just listen to that song over and over. That's awesome. See, that's and, you'd, awesome. and you'd run the battery down. Your dad would be very <laughs> angry. Dad would just beat me to I always wondered. Always wondered why the car was a quarter tank. It <laughs> was a quarter tank. Quarter tank. Got a quarter tank. This was a quarter tank of gas. what you got for us? Uh, I'm going to end up with um, tonight with a song that I really didn't even understand what the lyrics meant until like three weeks ago when Carla explained it all to me. Mm. But I love the song anyways. Uh, George Jones, he stopped loving her today. Oh, you just you figured that out? because she died? I didn't understand that he died. Yeah. I had they no... placed the wreath upon his door. Yeah, I didn't get that until like three weeks ago because I was oh. like, she's up loving her today. And she was like, I was like, did I listen to it? And I looked there and said, wait. 
he said, did the guy die? And my wife turned around, looked at me like, like I literally, like I literally had took my hat off, and like some of my dog's poop had like fell out in the sink. She was like, "She's not allowed in Butler County." She's like, "What?" That's exactly what. I was like, "He, he died." What the, are you? T- the only yes. lyrics are he said. Uh, he, he said, "I'd love her till I die." And then he underlined every "I and love she, you." And, and she talked to me just like you did, because she's like, "They put a reef on his door," and basically she just said, they "Put a reef on his door, stupid." <laughs> I was like, "Oh man, that song even has greater meaning for me now." That's probably another podcast we need to do of like song lyrics that when <laughs> you're riding down the road and all of a sudden the light bulb goes off in your head of like. What? Yeah. Oh, I'd crap. Have, that's what that meant. I'd have like, to think Lola? about that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I remember that. There's a light bulb moment on that song. Yeah. When you when you finally, finally realize that... Um, if you had a beautiful body, and I, would the, you hold the, it against me? The police song, um, yes. Yes. Every Breath You Take, is actually about a stalker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't yeah. stand so like, close to what? me. What? This <laughs> was <laughs> like, uh-oh. Well, then, I'm not the world's most physical guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's for a, that's a whole different night. Yeah. Charlie. Oh. So, so yeah. Oh. Home, I'm going to give my oh. honorable mention. Uh, it's not a song that I can sing along to, but I will uh, speak along to it. Uh, that's one of the great things about country music is that you didn't have to be very talented in some instances. No. You didn't have to sing at all. You could. There's a lot of. You mean Achy Breaky Heart? Seventies <laughs> and eighties country rap songs. Charlie Daniels rapped a lot. Now, rap, I mean, like just talked and didn't sing. <laughs> Uneasy Rider. Is a story song about a hippie getting stuck in in uh, South Carolina or Alabama or something, having to fight Ku Klux Klan members. <laughs> it's it's like it's the stupidest but funniest song. Talking about you know being a hippie and having to drive through, and it, he fought Ku Klux Klan members in a bar fight because he had long hair and it fell out from under his cowboy hat. That's that's a real song and it's really awesome. Uh, that's an honorable mention. And you guys could. May make fun of me for this. I don't care. One of, another song that I will sing along to as loud as I can when it comes on. Jolene. Oh, Jolene. dude. That's Dolly. Jolene, Jolene. That's Dolly. That's a high five. The, the a great other, song. Now, other, honorable mention on that, too, is that the White Stripe ver, stri- Stripes. White Stripes version is really good, too. White Stripes version is amazing as well. I almost said as an honorable mention before you drop your last one on us. I almost said, like, Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman. Yeah. <laughs> There's but, some good songs, man. You know, that's the beauty of country music is that the beauty. it all can right. uh, talk to all of us through different ways. So, and there's things that you realize <laughs> I also. Feel like a realize, woman really speaks to me. <laughs> hey, well, Tim, you know we all been thinking about that, but uh, so let us know. Uh, give us a shout out no, 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 on no, Anchor. Charlie's got it. I got it. I got it. That was Charlie's last one. So give us a shout out on Anchor. Let us know what your favorite country uh, Western music songs are. And uh, again, remember download us, share us. Promote us. Help us, please. Sing it from the top of your lungs. That's right. Sorry, Brent. Let's get you on the flip side, players. Look at all my roots. I looked Showed at this clown. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>